When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of May Contain Tricks of Soy, the podcast all about surviving and thriving on a plant-based, zero-waste lifestyle. I'm your host, Rochelle, and if you're new around here, welcome to the podcast. So psyched to have you listening today. If you are a regular listener, welcome back, guys. I'm so glad that you're taking the time to tune in each and every week. I really do appreciate it. This is our 24th episode, which means that we have been at this for six months. So that is super duper exciting to me. I am surprised. I have surprised myself by being consistent with this podcast and getting an episode out every single week for six months. Good on me. Uh, And thank you to everyone who has been listening for this six months or for this episode or since three months in or whatever. However long you've been listening, I really appreciate that you're coming to the podcast and checking it out each week. If you are new around here, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We also have a Facebook group, which is Plant-Based and Zero Waste Australia. And we are May Contain Traces of Soy, both on Instagram and on Facebook. You just click that subscribe button or that follow button as well so that you don't have to miss out on any episodes. And if you are enjoying the podcast and you want to support it, one of the best ways that you can do that is to go and leave us a little rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. That really does help to push the podcast up there so that more people will get to see it and hopefully spread that non-judgmental vegan message. Now, if you are new around here, you won't know this, but we do do shout outs on this show. That is something where you, the listener, can get in touch with us and you can ask us questions or suggest topics for the show and we'll do a shout out for you on the next show. You can hit us up on Instagram. We are May Contain Trace of Soy or on Facebook. Now, I do have a shout out for you for this week's show and this shout out is from Instagram going to at ak.8.9.90. Not sure of AK's name. Uh, He didn't mention it, but yes, he has contacted us for a shout out. He's got a question and he also says that he just listened to our last podcast and really enjoyed it as usual. 
thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I love hearing from you guys. It's so gratifying to know that people are enjoying the podcast because obviously podcasting guys, it's just, it's free art. You know, it takes a lot of time to plan these episodes, research them, record them, edit them and get them out there. But it's all worth it if people are getting something from the podcast. So thank you so much. And the question that he has is how to travel plant-based on a budget for weeks without a stove or fridge. He's currently traveling around Australia in his car, which has been amazing, but it does mean that he's struggling to find fresh food, especially in remote WA. So it's really hard to keep everything as temperatures go crazy there. So he thought that we might have some good ideas. Now, This is a really difficult question. I don't think I've ever traveled around without, I mean, without a fridge and stove, sure, but I don't think I've ever traveled without kind of landing somewhere and knowing that I was going to be able to cook afterwards. So that's a pretty hard one. But I think my number one recommendation would be to look into things like your trail mixes, nuts and seeds, dried um, soups as well. I got a dried broccoli vegan soup from the cruelty-free shop that was amazing. Stuff like that, you're only going to have to add hot water to it and you could boil water over a fire. Anything like that would be a really good idea. I would recommend tinned food. I would recommend, you know, all of those kind of dried goods that you can pick up, snack stuff, muesli bars, you're making yourself bliss balls and keeping them in an either an esky or a cold bag with a couple of cold bricks in there. Now, it's not going to last for weeks, but nothing would last for weeks. So just as a way to kind of, yeah, make your food go a little bit longer and choose stuff that's not going to go off as quickly, I definitely would lean more into those dried goods, canned goods, tinned goods, you know, um, dehydrated soups, stuff like that because that can be a backup for you. And town to town, as you go around and you're looking for more plant-based options, just keep in mind that, you know, at a pinch, you can get French fries from most places and that's going to be plant-based. You know, at a pinch, you can ask them to make you a salad sandwich with no butter. And, you know, you can get a salad and take stuff off of it. You can always veganize. Just take the time to discuss it with someone. If you're a little bit uncomfortable telling them you're vegan, because maybe it's a very small country town and maybe there's a bit of attitude there. Instead, say that you're allergic. I'm allergic to dairy. I'm allergic to this. It's going to mean that they're not going to put that stuff in there. And it at least will be a little bit more comfortable for you if you feel as though, you know, they're going to, yeah, judge you or make it difficult for you to order a vegan meal. I mean, I hope that that wouldn't happen anymore, but I can understand, especially traveling through more remote country areas, how that might be a concern. I hope that that was helpful (laughs) for our listener. Um, You can go and check out his adventures on Instagram at ak.8.9.90. He's traveling around Australia at the moment and it's got lots of beautiful pictures there from his experiences. Now we are recording and then releasing this episode right at the start of spring here in Australia. And spring in Brisbane is definitely when it starts to warm up. And I just want to say, I am so freaking relieved. It has been a cold winter for me. Now, it's not cold by most people's standards. Anyone living anywhere where it actually gets cold is going to be like, you're crazy. But um, yeah, it's gotten down to like 11 degrees overnight here, which feels freezing to me. And Brisbane, 
all of the kind of places in Brisbane, like all of our buildings and all of our apartments and houses, they're never really built to withstand cold temperature because it's always so warm here. So, you know, we don't have any kind of heating. We don't have anything like that. So you basically just end up putting on three layers to get through winter. But to be fair, and my partner pointed this out the other day, winter is kind of like two days to two weeks here in Brisbane and then it's kind of over. I mean, it was 27 degrees the other day and it was still winter. So yeah, look, I mean, I'm just a wimp and I like the warm weather. I am super excited that it is spring now and I'm super excited partly because it gets warmer, but also because spring is a time to review your life and see where you're headed. Spring is a wonderful time to think about starting new habits and spring clean your home and spring clean really your whole life because we always do at the start of spring think about sorting through and organizing our homes but what about your life have you thought about stopping and taking stock of that and sorting through it which um, habits are no longer good for you are no longer serving you maybe which choices do you need to make moving forward to have the kind of life that you want to have? Spring is a time of rebirth. It's a time when flowers are blooming. It's a time when new life is happening. And really embrace that change of seasons and think about what you want your new life to look like. Is it something where you maybe, you know, get rid of a bad habit that you've been trying to break? Or maybe you try and spring clean your diet and go a little bit healthier and pick up some beautiful seasonal fruits and vegetables. Maybe you try and spring clean your work, you know, go through all of your emails, tidy and sort that. There are so many ways in which you can embrace this season and you can embrace it from this beautiful, healthy standpoint. But we are going to be talking today as well about actually spring cleaning your home, because as someone who tries to live a more zero waste lifestyle, I have leaned towards minimalism in the past year, and I've been flirting with that a little bit more as time has gone on. Minimalism is really about rejecting consumerism. It's about paring down your belongings and living with a lot of intention, which is something that I think vegans naturally do as well because when you are vegan you go through life being very very intentional about your choices because everything comes back to making sure that you are not in any way contributing to any animal cruelty any animal testing anything like that so you really do become a very intentional human being and I carry that into other areas of my life these days and one of them is to move towards a more minimalist lifestyle. So we are going to discuss a couple of ways in which you can reduce your belongings and live in a more minimalist way, I guess, but also just to spring clean your whole home. And we've got a few different methods that you could try out here. I've brought a couple of different examples and suggestions to see what you might like to do. For me, I really did enjoy doing it through the KonMari method about nine months ago. I gave that a go and went, you know, we have too much junk, basically, because we do, because you move somewhere and you start accumulating things and that just happens. But I was like, I just don't want a lot of junk. I don't want to not know what we own or where it is. I really want to have the house organized. And piece by piece, I just went through everything and I got rid of like 26 bags of stuff. Now, you know, this was stuff that I took to be donated or if it was junk, it got thrown. But to be fair, we'd hung on to that junk for ages. So 
yeah, um, it's always best if you can donate instead of throwing things out. But if you do have a lot of actual rubbish sitting around, you may find yourself doing a few trips to the tip. So we're going to get into a few different suggestions for how you can, yeah, just spring clean your life and pare your things down. Firstly, we are going to talk about the Marie Kondo, you know, does does it bring you joy sort of approach. So Marie Kondo is a Japanese woman. She's a specialist in tidying and, you know, in, I guess, minimal living, but also organization and decluttering. And she has something called the KonMari method. And the KonMari method is just a combination of her two names. She released a book in 2011 called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And that was very popular, but it was in 2019 when they gave her a Netflix show called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, where she went into people's homes and showed them how to do the KonMari method that she really took off and became this kind of big character in popular culture now people say, does it bring you joy about so many different things? At its core, the whole concept to me, it, it does make a lot of sense. And I like it. I like the idea of reviewing your possessions and really examining whether they're bringing value into your life. And I think that that can be applied not just to possessions, but also to practices that you currently have in your life, habits that you have, behaviors, emotions. You know, I think that you can sort of approach your life in a way where you go, does this have or add value for me? And if it doesn't, is it time to let it go? I don't think it just has to be about possessions, but it definitely does help you to pare things down because we hang on to stuff that we don't use anymore. We don't like anymore, but for some reason, we're just not ready to let it go. And we've got to really examine why that is. So basically it works by managing your possessions in a way that will bring you know positive energy into your life and it has a few different steps the first is to commit yourself to tidying up and visualize your ideal life and then the second is to discard before you organize so what you do then is you go through not room by room but category by category and you bring all of your possessions that fit within that category to a place and put them in a pile and then you pick up piece by piece and decide whether that is sparking joy in you, whether you feel like it's adding value. And if you don't feel, you know, that way about it, you you get rid of it. And if you do, then you keep it. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. So she recommends dividing them into five different categories clothing, books, papers, miscellaneous, and then sentimental. So I guess miscellaneous is going to be things like your kitchen stuff and everything else and just all the bits and pieces. Um, but Papers actually refers to a lot of your office stuff. You'd be surprised how many bits of paper you accumulate, you know, letters that you've received, bills that you've had, all of that kind of stuff. So that is, yeah, that's how it breaks down by category. And then you sort through by the categories. Once you have discarded items, you go back to sorting and organizing them. And there's a lot of intention in the way that um, the KonMari method works as far as how you display or organize the items that you've decided to hold on to. And it's very much based around making it visually appealing, but also very, um, you know, very easy to access and to be able to get things out without making a mess. I absolutely love and swear by her vertical folding method. If you haven't checked that out before, it's a way to fold clothes so that they sit standing up and in your drawers or in the boxes that you store them in, in your cupboard shelves, you can pull them straight out without having to lift up other, because you know how normally you would fold stuff and it would all sit on top of each other. And then when you pull something out, all of it comes apart or like it gets messy this way, it doesn't get messy. And I really like that because it makes it much easier to keep it clean once you've cleaned it. So we conmarried the wardrobe and the clothes when we did that. <laughs> this was back before Christmas last year. And when we did it, I discovered that my partner, Daniel, has more than 50 band or popular culture t-shirts. And amongst those 50, he had four double ups. So what does that tell you about Daniel's approach to keeping things that spark? Apparently it all sparked joy. He was there holding it and I was like, it all sparks joy. So, you know, if you like your extra things, even if there are a lot of them, it doesn't matter. If you want to have a lot of stuff, have a lot of stuff. But, you know, this is just a way in which you can look at and evaluate the possessions that you own and make sure that you're only keeping things in your life that are enjoyable for you or that add value to your life. And so that is the KonMari method, uh, the Marie Kondo, you know, magic of tidying up type method. The downside of that method is that you are going to have your house in complete shambles while you are cleaning it, while you're sorting through all those possessions, because the method calls for you to pull everything that fits into the one category into the one place and make it into a big pile. So while you're sorting through and deciding what you're going to discard, it is absolutely going to turn your life upside down and you probably need like a week off work to do that. 
it's funny because at the start of the uh, lockdowns here in Australia, a whole bunch of people, they just Marie Kondoed their house. Like 100%. There were so many people that were doing it. It was all over social media. And, you know, I think it's healthy for people to do that. But it did also result in the charity shops getting a huge influx of things that they couldn't actually use. And it does make you really understand and realize that when you do give stuff away to charity shops, they're not always going to be sold on and go to a good home. Often they do end up in landfill. So this should help you to really examine what you bring into your home going forward and how much stuff you're buying, which is a really important part of paring down your life. So I think when it comes to spring cleaning, it's so good to reevaluate what you bring into your home as much as what you're going to take out of it. So that's the KonMari method. The next one we're going to talk about is from The Minimalists. Now, The Minimalists have a documentary on Netflix called Minimalism. It is two guys. Their names are Ryan Nicodemus and Joshua Fields Milburn. Now, those guys also run a blog called The Minimalists and a podcast. So definitely go and check them out if you have any interest in minimalism. But they have a minimalist game that is basically a 31-day challenge. And how that one works is that at the beginning of the first day of a month, so starting on a new month, you would pick one item that you're going to get rid of. On the second day, you pick two items of so forth and so forth and so on and so on. When you get to day 31, you will have removed 496 items from your home. So that is a really, really big number of items. That's like a lot of stuff. So you could attempt playing that game with yourself at some point at the start of a new month in spring. So that would be working your way through. The good part about that method is that you start slowly. The bad part about it is that after work on the 25th day, you might not feel like finding 25 items that you're going to get rid of because that might sound like a lot of work. <laughs> so it's it's another one that you can do. And it's a good little challenge too if you are trying to pare down your belongings. So it's another good one that you could look at, but it doesn't employ the same kind of philosophical values that the KonMari method does. But at the same time, the minimalists have a lot of value to offer in the message that they're delivering in rejecting consumerism and thinking about how you want your life to sort of flow and what belongs you want around. So I would look, I would definitely recommend looking into them as well. Uh, the next one that I'm going to talk about is the four box method. So with a four box method for spring cleaning, what you're doing is you get four boxes. One of them is for putting away, so storage. One of them is for giving away. One of them is for throwing out. And then the last box is undecided. And then you go through room by room and you sort through all of your clutter and put it into one of those four boxes. The downside of this method is that if you get a lot of stuff in your undecided box, you're then going to have to go through the undecided box and try and work out where that stuff is going to go. Do you want to keep it? Do you want to throw it out if you're undecided about it? I think it's a good idea to basically keep that box there for two to three months and see if you get anything out of it. If you don't pull anything out of it, then you're probably not using that enough to keep it. But if you do, then that item is obviously still of some use to you. So you should probably move it into your keep box. So that is the four box method. So there are three different options there as far as how you can go about spring cleaning your home. I did see one other method a while back and I can't remember where it came from, but I'm going to share it with you guys anyway and I'm sure that you can do your own research. And this method basically it says get a box and start in one place, say a drawer that's overloaded with junk in your kitchen. Put everything into that box 
and then you know sort through that box of junk on like one day in the first week and then once you've sorted through that box fill the box with all the junk again over the next week and then sort through at the end of that week so it's very it's slow method but it doesn't take too much out of you and it doesn't turn your life upside down to start sorting your belongings if you do it that way so that's an option as well doing it kind of one box at a time like one box of clutter at a time that might be a good idea if it is a bit too much for you to look at doing the whole pull your life apart KonMari method I have to say though out of all of them I'm still very much like someone who's going to subscribe to that kind of you know KonMari doesn't bring you joy sort of method and that's because I think that it really does help us to consider whether or not things have value in our lives And I think it does extend to more than just your personal possessions, like I was saying before. If you can really take the time to do an emotional kind of KonMari on yourself and go, what in my life is not actually bringing me any value and what could I jettison from my life to feel better? I think that that's a really good way to view things. And I think that we're all on a journey of personal growth all the time. And for some people, that is changing your diet. For some people, it is getting rid of negative energy or moving on from things. I I just think that there is so much that we can personally do to grow in our lives and become better people. And I think that we all deserve that. We all deserve to move forward. And there's nothing wrong with letting go of something or letting go of relationships or friendships that don't serve you anymore we all do grow and we grow into different people. And if you haven't grown in the same direction as a friend and you're finding them very negative to be around, then maybe they don't bring you joy anymore. And I would say the same thing about a job that you're not enjoying anymore or basically about anything in your life. If there is anything that is causing you stress, this is the time. It's spring. It's, you know, the renewal of life. It's the change of seasons It is the time to embrace change in your life and bring about whatever kind of change you want to have. I hope that this episode was interesting for you guys. I just thought spring, good time to talk about it. I know that I'm definitely, I'm definitely doing a bit of a, I guess, audit of my life at the moment and going through everything and making sure that I have everything in place to move forward in the best and most healthy way for my own personal growth. And I probably am going to do another spring clean on the apartment because in the eight months since we did that initial clean and declutter, we have gained some more clutter because that is what happens. So (laughs) I will definitely be getting into a bit of decluttering myself over the next couple of weeks. I hope that you guys will as well. Uh, When you do go to declutter, make sure that you are donating or giving away to friends anything that could be of use to them. Just hang on to that stuff in a box if you think that someone else is going to want it. Think about selling it on Marketplace. If you're selling or giving away items, then at least they're going to a better home. They're not going to end up in landfill. So take that zero waste approach wherever you can. And if you are done with a book about veganism or zero waste living or sustainability, think about donating that to a friend. Maybe someone who needs a little change of perspective. You know, there are ways in which we can affect the people around us for the better. So... That is my episode for this week. I hope that you guys liked it. And if you are enjoying the podcast and you do want to support us, you can do that by 
leaving us a little rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. You can also go and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Join up with that Facebook group that we've started. So that's Plant Based and Zero Waste Australia. And it's a really supportive group in there. We'll be posting lots of stuff in there and links to things. Keep in mind that you can jump on and have a look at the website. We have some articles up there. I'm hoping to start publishing more articles on the website again because I've just been a bit slack and haven't been doing it. (laughs) But I'm going to start again soon and I'll hopefully get some more of my recipes up there as well. If you guys do have any questions or suggestions or topics that you would like covered, remember that you can hit us up for a shout out on Instagram or Facebook. We are May Contain Traces of Soy. I hope that you guys like this one and we will catch you in a week. Bye.